Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Rumble Project. I'm obviously Neil Simons, and I'd just like to advertise the my Patreon, um, in which 75% of proceeds this month will go towards the UNICEF COVID-19 appeal, which will help um, those in disadvantaged communities across the world. Um, by chipping in a couple dollars per month, you'll be access to many, many, many rewards, such as having your name read out on each podcast, and you will get exclusive access to our guests before each podcast. Um, have a fantastic day, and if you could just chip in a bit of money to help me fund the podcast and bring you a fantastic um, listening experience, that would mean the world to me. Reminder uh, that the Reese Williams interview will be out in a couple days. He goes into everything when it comes to his life and his footballing career. Enjoy the listen. Did the fullback bring him down first time, maybe even second time? Still we go on. Welcome to episode, I don't know what episode it is, of the Roundball Project. I'm joined by uh, Trent from Soccer Podcast. Good evening. Good evening, yes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so currently it's, I think it's Thursday the 16th of April. And uh, we just found is, out that, that the, uh, the FFA have uh, not received payment from Fox Sports, which is great. Uh, but uh, uh, before we speak about that... Um, just you know what is a soccer podcast if if uh some of our viewers do not listen to the soccer podcast which they should they definitely should uh what what is it and what what can we expect from the soccer podcast we um pretty much me and my friend joe talk complete and utter bullshit about the a-league pretty much yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot of it is very a lot of it's based on incorrect information which i think makes it um, no, no you guys fun. are you guys are relatively <laughs> accurate compared to like a lot of other guys that I've seen. Um, okay, no, really? no, 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 no. I'm being legit. Like you guys know your stuff. Like you go, you definitely watch more A League football than I do. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny because like um, as we've sort of recorded more, like I've started taking notes on the games we watch, and usually we just oh, yeah. sort of just rock because like we just sort of rocked up. We used to record at um, one of the unis in Perth, and we just oh, yeah. like wrote all this shit on the whiteboard, like about. <laughs> uh, what the what the happened in the round um so we've got a little bit more like professional you know like we have like a word document for our notes yeah yeah yeah. yeah. um but yeah sure. so we just so obviously when the a-league was going on we'd cover each game um and like the just general a-league news yeah um now we sort of we get like a guest we're pretty much going with a guest every week yeah so um, i've to be, to be honest yeah I, I looked at when i started the podcast about a week and a half ago i was like okay so what's the model so soccer podcast they're, they're pretty good and um, for, for fuck's sake, actually, no, not for fuck's sake. I worked at FNR, so I know, I know a lot of the guys at FNR. So I was like, you know, let's just okay. professionalism with a bit of banter. So I'm um, yeah, glad yeah. to have you on. Uh, and hopefully we can build this partnership that we have. So uh, yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, for sure. Uh, absolutely. So there's some background. If some guys don't really know uh, what is your guys' previous footballing experience, uh, experiences where... Yeah, so... Yeah. So I, so Joe, I know, um, like played football as a junior and then I think at like 15, he, well, he, he started refereeing at about 14, 15. Oh, same though. I mean, I know. Oh, so, so fun. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So nah. he enjoyed it. He, um, it's, well, it's tough. I know refereeing is not easy. Oh no. I used um, to be, in, I used to be in good shape then. I actually, yeah, it was good running up and down. <laughs> good fun. 
Actually, fun fact. <laughs> um, my, yeah. my, my fun fact, my watch, for some reason, my referee watch, which I haven't used in about a year and a half, it goes off, yeah. it like beeps at like 3.59 every day, p.m. Uh, p.m., okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, weird, so weird. Anyway, continue. I was going to say, if it was a.m., it would have been good. But yeah, Joe <laughs> started refereeing and um, Joe, yeah. So he got pretty, I think he was like doing like local MPL. Uh, he was doing like lines for mm. first team. Yeah. He was refereeing in the middle for 18s, I believe. Um, but he sort of stopped playing, I think about 15, 16. Yeah. Um, and obviously, big. He's a big A League fan. And yourself? Um, we, we will go to, yeah. So we go to the Glory Games. So I've been I played like as, as a junior all my life, um, and then like played for school, uh, played in the local state league as I finished school, um, mm. and then like when I was eighteen, I got a really bad injury. I got osteitis pubis, which is like, oh, yeah. like if anyone doesn't know, it's like chronic adductor pain. Based on like, mm. over, it was like hell fucked. Like based on real bad like overuse. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah. Like, so. And it literally has taken me two years um, to get over that. And oh, yeah. so I pretty much am coming to the end of that now. And I, I was doing yeah. pre-season with the club I was at in Div 2. Um, and it was going really well, but then obviously no football. <laughs> so, <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, yeah. And also on the side of that, I started coaching um, at oh, yeah? my old school when I graduated. Um, and yeah. I really got into that. And like my old coach... Um, who used to coach me like in the first team at school, he started his own footballing coaching business mm. and he got yeah. me on board with that. So I've been coaching um, as a semi uh, full part-time job for about two years as well. That's great. Um, so yeah. And of, and big A-League fan as well. Um, but I, yeah. I probably, I follow the A-League more than like I would the Premier League, you know? Yeah. To um, be honest, I'm same. Just... So basically I started working as a intern with FNR um, in like November, mm. but somehow I managed to get into this. I've got an Asian Champions League. Okay. So I managed awesome. to get that. I'm also a Football Victoria media pass. So managed awesome. to get That's that. So yeah, that yeah. So I'll be doing MPL commentary very soon. But have you have you thought about awesome. doing any MPL commentary? I think they'll have it in WA as well, right? Yeah. So I know. Um, it's funny. There's one guy that I've coached against. So I know him. He's sort of like in Perth, and he commentates on. The MPL and he's actually really good. And there's a few mm. MPL commentators that like, I know there's one that he's really, um, he's just very monotone droning. <laughs> and like, he, I look no. at the comments and there's a lot of people complaining about him. Yeah, and like, yeah, I yeah. see, I, he's like, as, cause I, like, I one day, oh, when I was little, I was like, oh, this seems to be a commentator, you know? So I'm kind of a bit into it. And I can see where he's coming from, but like, he's a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, so mm. yeah, like, I, I think me and Joe, I don't know if we would, it'd be cool. I don't know. I think as a duo, because we have we have duos commentating in MPL Victoria, that'd be yeah. a that'd be a very good uh, thing if you guys could do that in WA. But uh, I like to ask, you know, obviously having your podcast for about six months, I'd say right now, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What's you know, obviously following basically everyone on soccer Twitter and seeing what happens. Can say yeah. I'm I'm doing that same strategy as well. Um, yeah. What has been like the best you know advice you've received from any of your followers so far? So, to be honest, Joe handles a lot of the social media, and but yeah, I know yeah. I know what he does. So he, yeah, he's literally he's followed a lot of people, uh, and we've got a lot of followers back, but not to the ratio. I feel, I feel like we need to like unfollow four to one, four would, to one, yeah, yeah, four to one. It's, it's, it's good. yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, it's um, actually just under four to one actually. To be fair, yeah, okay, there you go. In terms of uh, advice or like feedback, we've got yeah, we haven't had. So it was good when we started uploading to YouTube. Because we can obviously have likes and dislikes and there's comments. Yeah. 
so on Spotify, like the, or on the other podcast apps, there's not much like interaction in terms of comments. Mm-hmm. So like in terms of YouTube, we've always had like, if we had like no dislikes in our videos. We might have had one. I think we made a tweet about it. it was like, who is this bloke? <laughs> um, and like, we, we have got some good comments from like random people, which, and just like small pieces of like, good job. No real constructive criticism. I know a few of the people who watch the podcast regularly um, have DM'd us and told us some things they liked and didn't. We have got like a Discord server for our people that get yeah, patrons. So- yeah, so um, I've actually, well, you would hear this thing at, I think, at the start of the podcast. I'll yeah. put, it in post, put it in post, but, um, you know, yeah. we've started a new Patreon. Um, oh, awesome. not, not the soccer Twitter Patreon type. It's, it's better. Might put it out there. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, but, yeah, no, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. We'll sort you guys out, and hopefully we can get a lot of you guys on board. I've actually got, you could actually have Nami Rights to the show. So, hey, if you want to get Nami oh, Rights to the show, cool. then then go ahead but uh what's yeah so lee broxham facts cult twitter cult on the cult figure on he said a uh, top three wish lists for next guests Oof. is that oh, realistic is that i just kind of pick three out <laughs> i'd say realistic oh, like yeah. like not like yeah. i don't know not like karen bullet like he's unrealistic right mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Lee Broxon would be great. So, oh, <laughs> one of them. Oh, yeah, DJ, DJ Brox. Um, Just oh no, get into like a D- DJ set as well. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live on the live on the pod. Oh That'd yeah, for sure. Uh, um, also Stephen Stephen the sticker as well. Or yeah, yeah, Stephen the sticker number two. <laughs> yep. Um. Or or Lou sticker either one. Um. Yep. And it then, was it actually was his birthday the other day, right? Yeah, it was. Um, you see my tweet so as well. <laughs> yeah. Because um, a lot of players are like, so it's interesting because a lot of the A-League players are on like contractual obligations that they've got to go through their media part or like the media guy. Yeah, so I've, I've spoken, I've actually, with them. I've had experiences with media. So uh, what happened? So Tell I went, yeah. I'll actually will, actually will. So um, with FNR, <laughs> oh God, it's so hilarious. So no no one wanted to go out to the um the Christmas Derby press conferences. So that was one it's forty one degrees. Forty one degrees and it's at this random boathouse. I see Marco yeah. Kurtz in a bicycle just rolling up. <laughs> just, I lost I lost my shit. I was like, Oh my god <laughs> And then and then the yeah, bicycle. He, he rides, oh, no, he, he was like on like um uh, Yarra River, which is like very close to um, Gotch's Paddock where they train. So they, he, I'm assuming he just, he just, he just rode his bike down to the pier and Fresco. <laughs> and then I see Eric Bombards. It's 41 degrees. He's wearing long, he's wearing long sleeved um, stuff. Uh, he's got an Eric umbrella. Bond. Yeah, no, he got no, no, he got the uh, the hat. I've actually got a photo. I posted on my socials. I think Joey, <laughs> I think Joey, Joey Lynch posted it um, at the time. And then so I think Brenton Speed was there as well. And I'm just oh, here with my, I'm, I'm just here with my phone, just chilling. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just too scared to ask a question. I'm just like all these like random people from like channel seven and channel nine. And like, Oh, David, David Davidovich is there as well. Um, oh yeah. Know, yeah. 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 And like, I'm like, and like my, Michael Lynch, uh, the day before though, um, it was Jamie McLaren and Jakob Poulsen. And um, so um, there was a Melbourne city guy um, there and they basically got, a lot of Melbourne City fans and they gave him scarves and stuff. Well, fans, let's be honest. Yeah. The City Football Group <laughs> don't have any fans. I've got a I've got a good story about Melbourne City fans actually if I continue. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so then um 
it's like it's around the Christmas day, so you know, Jingle Bells, why not? Um, so then they just sang Jingle Bells, and like I just saw Jacob Paulson, he just he looked so startled about what, what was going on. Jacob Paulson, he was just like, Why are you guys singing? And it's just because then there's like the victory and the city fans is next to each other, and they're just singing Jingle Bells. I actually did get a couple of questions in for Paulson, which was good. Very nice guy, he had a bit of sunscreen cool. that, that he didn't uh do in there, but yeah, that, that's my media experience. I actually got one more after that, but you, you, you go first. Yeah, no, with Melbourne City supporters, obviously the big joke is like they have no fans. So yeah, I went yeah. to um, Melbourne City Glory in Melbourne, which was the game Glory won 3 0. It was like their first win. So it was this, shit, this season, the first win that sparked their like winning streak. Because Glory absolutely, like, you know, Oh, no, you, got, you, 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 guys, you guys suck at the start of the season for sure. Yeah, we suck at the start of the season. Um, anyway, so I, my, my dad's work, they, he's like a corporate sponsor for the Glory. So usually they get like mm. um, yeah. t- seats to like the corporate dinner. Yeah, so yeah. me and him went to the dinner and we like were on the glory table and there was only it was just us and it was like it was I was with it was Tony Sages obviously um Santa Lab Tony's one of Tony's daughters and like some other sponsors but anyway so glory went up one nil at half time I got, I got the link good um glory went up one nil at half time and like we went back into like the dinner place to have like half time food yeah. anyway the second half there was like so the first half there was like 40 corporates sitting in front of us in the seats and they never came back for the second half, so they just left. They just went home. All the all the corporates just out. The literally like just empty seats in front of us. They left at halftime. We're one nil up. And then like the CEO, I think it was the CEO. He was like post game was walking around this like dinner hall, just like fuming, <laughs> fuming because there was no one at the game and everyone left. <laughs> it was hilarious. So before I say this, I'll introduce this match sheet from uh, the Asian Champions League tie Melbourne victory versus Bali United. Victory won 5-0. Uh, yes, that's obviously game. how, that's, that's the game. That's the only press opportunity I've had. So um, I go and um, I'm doing a match report, um, not for FNR, for the Raw. Didn't, it actually did end up getting posted, which is great. Um, so oh. I basically just got to watch a free, softball, free football match, which is good. But uh, yeah. anyway, so um, we're in the press box. Everyone's there. You know, Joey Lynch, Michael Lynch. Shout out to those guys. Really respect their work. Um, and there's this random Swedish guy who's covering the Australian Open. Um, and I'm assuming he's there for Ola Toven. He's like, he asks questions about like, what, what do you do here? Uh, I don't know how to do the Swedish accent. He's like, <laughs> so funny. And, uh, and then basically, so the, all the all the Bali United corporates were next to us. Eventually, they were up, victory up 3-0 in no time. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, uh, that's about it. After the game. I think, Josh, I think Josh Hope scoring would have silenced the Bali United corporates. Josh Hope did score, I think. Did he? I think, yeah, he did. I, oh, did, Cam yeah, Sober scored. Cam Sober yeah, scored. I couldn't believe it. The only goal it. he's ever going to score. And anyway, so Cam Sober was great. I think Joey Lynch is a massive Elvis Cam Sober fan. I am too. And then uh, <laughs> after the game, we, we had this, we had the, the, how do you call it? What's it called? The, uh, the mix, the mix well, thing. Press, so was like, press I, 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 Yeah, there was like a, it was like a, you have the press conferences and then you have the mixer afterwards, like where you get to meet players and stuff. So oh, went, to the yeah, press, yeah. Went, went to the press conference, saw like Robbie Cruz there. It was, it was good fun. I was like four. I was like maybe five people in the press conference room. It's like the one at Emmy Park. It's quite small. It's actually very All nice. Right. The, the facilities are pretty cool there. Um, yeah, what else happened? Then I went. Then I went to the mixer. Mixer. Then you see all these victory players just like half naked, just walking through. And then <laughs> I saw some guys with pizza boxes. I don't know. I think that's like their post game meal. They just had pizza for some reason after Fair a big five 0 yeah. win against the Indonesian champions. It's definitely what you need. Um, yeah. And then. <laughs> We interviewed Elvis Kemsoper. That was nice. 
and that's about yeah. it. What was it like to score for Melbourne? I've never never felt that feeling before. <laughs> I he's he's a he's the most swaggiest guy I've ever met. He's such a swag yeah, swagmaster. He's such a, he's such a such a G. <laughs> like I I'm like I'm pretty sure I'm like five foot seven, five foot eight. He's on another thing. He's on another level, bro. He's like five foot four. He's tiny. <laughs> so tiny. So tiny, but he's so good. But uh, yeah. Have you got any interactions with Australia with any um glory players that have of similar Um well not of similar ilk. Um like see through my work, through through my coaching, I've met a few of them. Um mm. uh like I've met I've I've sort of on a on a maybe on a first name basis with Neil Kilkenny and Liam Reddy, that could be said. Um, just because they they have close ties with where I work. Um, and Dad like sponsoring the glory. I always like if I if I go to the dinner at the uh, home games, you'll always see them like. Closer have the glory have the glory ever uh, spoke about a partnership with a soccer podcast? Considering you're very t- closely tied to the club. Well, you know what we were so pre the Prony pandemic, um, we were very close to getting Tony Sage on the podcast. So we had, we were like, and we were so close. So it was literally, we were speaking to his son um, and he's like, yeah, Tony's keen. Tony's keen to come on. And it was literally the week that they added the social distancing restrictions, like the stage two or three restrictions, which was like, don't see anyone in person, which we moved the podcast online. So that was like that period. And he's like, oh, he probably won't come on now. But I think he has said he wants to come on in the past. So Tony Sage in the podcast, he can just buy into us and just, can, we can be a Perth Glory podcast. Like that's he, the he, ideal. He loses situation. three. He loses like three million dollars per year though on the club. So he'll, I don't buy, know. No, yeah, yeah, he'll lose more money. He'll lose more money. Don't. <laughs> nah, but you guys do have sponsors. I just like to know: is that just from the Patreon? Or is just like, is that, I want to get into the sponsors business, man. Come yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> so the way we did it was: so we've got like two sponsors. Mm. Uh, we have on Patreon. We've got three tiers. Do you need a stream? Tier, so, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Dennis from yeah, just do you need a stream? Um, <laughs> so our top tier patron, like is that like you need to pay? It's like ten dollars, um, and that's like our corporate sponsor tier. So if you pay ten dollars a month, we will advertise you corporately. So Dennis from Streamgate is our is our sponsor. So we talk about him at the start. We're, we're thinking of like doing that in like a post recording, but I feel like it's better on the fly. But it's a bit more authentic, I think. Joe thinks post recording, and then the shirts people, which is. Vintage soccer shirts, Australia. This top. How many of those shirts do you get, man? Honestly. So the guy, the guy drops one off every week, and he picks it up. Oh, what? Legend, man. Oh no! Wait, so wait, so wait, so you don't get to keep them; you just get to wear them for like the podcast. Yeah, just wear wear them for the pod. Oh, that was gonna keep them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. He's not a corporate sponsor, so they're just like in a like some sort. There's no like it's not a legal partnership. It's they're in a partnership with us. Like we have a discount code. He gives us shirts. That's about it. So he, yeah, he doesn't pay my friends over. He doesn't pay uh, a monthly subscription, but yeah, no, that is kind of partner with us. I feel like there'd be a lot of opportunities in Melbourne to expect for that, but you know, you never know. We'll see. Yeah, hope get on board because we've got some big, big guests lined up in a couple of weeks. Not going to say anything, but uh, uh, you would have seen that Reese Williams has come on. Uh, We we I had him had him on today. He was actually he told me that he he wants to come on your on your podcast as well. So did he? Oh, I asked, okay. I asked, oh, I asked him. I asked him, but uh, you know what? Let that one go out for like two weeks. Get get the traction it deserves. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave. We'll leave. We'll leave. No, no, I'm, joking. Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, man. I'm joking. But uh, no, nah, I, I just went. I just went to the victory forum and I just um, I asked you know what what questions and then um at the end, 
I got questions like, do you think Carol Baskin killed his killed her husband? What else did I get? Yes, yes. Uh, Check the septic tank. <laughs> I haven't actually watched it to be honest. Should I? <laughs> I've only watched like the first three episodes. Yeah, no, nah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. And um, what else? Is it? Lasagna or spaghetti? And um, uh, that you know what? I'd say lasagna just because I don't have it as often. And that's it. That's like, it. To be honest, but you yeah. know, a really, really good interview. And I think especially with you guys, your guys. Um, <laughs> No, you're not. Be honest, and uh, with uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your guys, especially being closely tied to to Perth, him being closely more closely tied to Perth than um, Melbourne, to be uh, a good interview for you guys. So fantastic! Yeah, but, nah, for sure. He, but the good. one thing he did say though, um, leaked information. If he were to come back to the A League, he'd go to the victory. So interesting. Uh, yeah, I can. I'd say. I'd say that. Like, obviously, yeah, because he's been there. He was at victory at one period, wasn't he? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, um, just before he went to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I thought we'd just go into the more general news that came out today. This will be out tomorrow. Um, so it'll be yep. relatively fresh. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the sort of opt, uh, not Optus Sport. Fuck me. I hope so. Um, <laughs> Fox Sports. Fox Sports situation. So uh, Dominic Bossy does not have, I don't believe he has a Twitter account. Um, okay. But a uh, friend of Vince McGarry, who is uh, a friend of JFC. And oh, JFC know. legend. Fox mm-hmm. Sports, FFA, divorce yes. after 15 years. Um, yeah. So obviously, times are tough, you know, uh, in terms of economics and whatnot. But yeah, the 15-year marriage between Fox Sports and Australian football appears to be coming to an end after the broadcaster did not pay the final installment of the season's TV deal, which was due on Thursday. Now, they did not receive $12 million, which is distributed to all the A-League clubs. But uh, yeah, this this actually this sucks. This really sucks, especially that Fox Sports have um, let go of a lot of uh, journalists as well. One of which yeah. we'll be having on the podcast very soon. I'm pretty sure you can yeah. guess who it will be, but yeah, okay. Uh, okay. We'll see. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. Uh, so I mean, this is it. It raises the question because I know I watched a really good video um, from Tifo Football, and they talked about in England how a lot of the club TV money and that stuff. It, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the League Two or just even like fans coming in. So the League Two teams, League Two, League One, or I don't know what they call it now, but below the championship, they they pretty much those clubs are made on ticket Sky sales. League Two. <laughs> um so like those clubs literally live on the fine line. Like, I don't know, but their financials are like they need ticket sales to stay afloat. So mm-hmm. a lot of these clubs are literally like in so much debt now because they need um, fans to actually pay money to go to the game, and that then there's would also be, the sponsorship deals. That's right why Bury. That, that's why. That's why Bury. Probably why Bury um, um, ceased operations as well, right? Bury yeah, that's C. right. And like, mm. yeah, and a lot of like even some quite well-known teams in the championship uh, and League One are like that potential. Like they could all go bankrupt. Um, and I don't know the, the, the specifics, but like it's a serious problem. And in the A League, obviously, see the thing is, me and Joe were talking about it. A lot of the sponsorships come through like so obviously season memberships have come through for clubs um and then some sponsorship has but obviously the fox sports that last payment hasn't um we need optus sport yeah no it's inevitability i i I, um i saw an uh, interview with richard bayless i think um ftbl did it and they were like we're not it's not in our immediate plans but oh man that'd be so good (laughs) they they do do a really good job in general um they just like it's good it, it is good coverage i know in the premier league like, not that I really follow it, but like, if you want to hear people talk shit about the Premier League, there are people talking shit about the Premier League for like hours of Optus Sport. 
I don't even know who they are, but they're talking. So we need that. Yeah, the, no, they got they got um no, I think they do um because we've got um some other guys who will be speaking about the relationship with off the sport. And I think especially what they do a good job of is it's it's very I know Opt- I know Fox Sports are very professional, but they've just yeah. put uh they've just completely laid back their approach for it and um even with the my football thing with uh Telstra that doesn't I, I'm not sure about these statistics, but uh, from my understanding, it's not extensive, which, uh, you know, I think yeah. that they could definitely put a, a larger emphasis up, sport, up to sport on it. Even if mm. um, they necessarily don't get the, the, the money that they need, uh, the money that was expected from, from Fox Sports, because let's be honest, who's playing $57 million to for rights for the A-League? Of course, yeah. Yeah, so um, personally, wh- where do you see the competition moving forward, especially because of today's um, developments? Yeah, I... <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I, you know, like there's a good, there's a good idea in theory, like you fly every club to like some Island somewhere where there's a football field and you play the rest of the season. Yeah. And and I thought there was that time, there was that period in time where there was a league games going and no, there was no fans. It was like, it was like, it was like two rounds, like six games or something Mm. where football was, it was like only football in Australia was happening besides Belarus. And it was like this, this time, it was really interesting, like time pocket where I was like, I was so it was so intriguing that the A League was only sport going around, and it, it like the Sydney Derby, which had no fans at all, um, was such a good game of football. And like I'm pretty sure the numbers worldwide of people watching that, like I know in Italy it was crazy. Like and I was in the A League, and I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, shit, this is good. Like if we can could do this for a few more weeks, like, but it's it's obviously you couldn't you you couldn't because of the virus. Yeah, because uh, I see it going. I don't know. Yeah, because I think Trent loves to say not Trent, sorry, I'm Joe. <laughs> you're, you're Trent. Uh, Joe, like, Joe loves to speak about Dazone. Doesn't pronounce it correctly, might as well say. Yeah. Just Dazon, mate. I'm sorry. I love you, bro. I want to speak to you one day, but like it's Dazone. Um, he he spoke about that a little bit, and um, yeah, I did. I did hear something about how um, there were some Dazone exec- executives coming to A League games and stuff. But and uh, from my understanding, they're not really looking to go into the Australian market. I read something the other day about that. But um, with off the sport, you know, I think they, they, they would be great for it, wouldn't, wouldn't you think? I, I think they're the, like, it is the first, thing that, first one that comes to mind. Um, I think they'd do a great coverage of it. I think it pretty much is at this point the, one of the only options. Um, because unless, because you know how KO, because I've got KO as well, and I watch A-League on KO, even though KO is pathetic. But... Hey, they, no, like, no, no, there are some good docu- <laughs> there are some good documentaries. I'm not even I'm not even joking. There are some good actually, no, there are no, there are no. The only thing bad about it is the interface. You can't like navigate. That's the thing that pisses me off. Oh so, like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Apple remote, yeah. So no, it's good in general, but yeah. yeah. Can they? Do they have the power to? I don't really think they're big enough to. Ko have that investment. With, um, Fox Sports own Ko. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. Um. So yeah, no, I really think Optus at this point is the only option. Yeah, I mean, um, because, I think I think there's definitely a market for you know I think with uh, DAZN they've definitely um, taken the Bundesliga rights and I think if we could distribute um, the A League rights overseas as well like to these um, Asian markets I think Tony Sage was a big advocate of the uh, um, ch- tapping into that South Asian uh, market as well is yeah. that right Yeah. So um, yeah, no, he was. So I just quickly he wanted to um, have home games, Perth Glory home games in like Malaysia and Singapore, which I think is just a sick idea, like. No, like it's it, in, in, I mean, yeah. in theory, in theory, it sounds absolutely stupid, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a definitely like I, I find the Asian Champions League so intriguing, just because we know like 
I feel like Australian football knows nothing about Asian football and we need to know mm. more. Like, I feel like some of those clubs have some, like the, the um, what's it called? The actual players of the country, whatever, the, the local players are actually like technically insane. Um, and we just have no idea. And the foreigners yeah. they get are really good. And yeah, yeah. no, I think I've, I, I do feel that there's not a lot of emphasis placed on Asian Champions League in Australia. Mm-hmm. You'd find that as well with the Perth Glory as well, um, especially going mm-hmm. to this. Um, I mean, I understand it. it's a prelim- it's a preliminary tie, obviously with Bali United, but they don't really have any players that stand out. But I do remember when um, Guangzhou Evergrande come, came to victory last year. I feel like the club could have just done more. Oh my God, there's Oscar yeah. playing in Australia. Um, yeah. Why not? Why not advertise that? I just don't get it. Like, this bloke is was week in week out in the Premier League, scoring bangers. Put his name everywhere, like. And yeah, Anderson no, Talisker as well. But funny, funny yeah. thing about that. Um, you know, I've actually been to China. It's it's a very oh, very right. actually I actually enjoy it. It's really good. I I do recommend. Actually, I, no, don't don't go to China. Um, uh, not right now. <laughs> not at the moment. Not at the yeah, moment. Yeah. But um, uh, when the, when Guangzhou came. There were more away fans than home fans. That's because um, I believe the Guangzhou. This is conspiracy theory. I'm not sure it's yep. conspiracy. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. That the uh, the owner allegedly, when they came to Melbourne, he gave red shirts to all the Chinese population in Melbourne, and that's right. why there was such, that, that, that's why there was such an away a large away contingent. Look up those highlights and see how many yeah. fucking fans there are from from uh, from, uh, from, uh, from 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 China. And guess how long what? ago was this game? Last year. This, yeah, I think Last I year. do remember something of the sort. Yeah. Yep, and uh, Jai Ingham scored. <laughs> the model, the part-time model. He only scores. I think he scored like three or like something goals in the Asian champ. He's been very good in Asian Champions League for some reason. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> just sort of like there's, there's just like there's some Champions League merchants. You know, he's also a t- yeah. uh, two, he's also he's also a uh, um a two-week Mariners player. Which is uh, he is he is very that's interesting. Right. No, and just quickly, like I know the like I have I don't think anyone understands how the Wanderers won the Champions League. Like, and, I, and there's a good documentary made on them. Yeah. By oh, Cop, Cop. <laughs> <laughs> we good. We good. We good. Um, we good. We good. Yeah. Copper ninety made one. No, like, bro. You think... see... No, no. You have to watch this. Oh, there's it's another on... one. Yeah, no. I've yeah, seen yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's absolutely amazing. It's really good. Because really no good. one, yeah. So I'm sure they'd go into it there. Like, I Tony Popovich for everything. Like that team was not good. Brendan Hamill is not a right back. He was the best right back in the Asian Champions League. Like he's a centre back. It was just these were bad players. These were not good players. And in like I don't understand. Aaron, Aaron, like, Aaron Moy left halfway through the season. He didn't play yeah. in this. And especially like I, uh, it's it's like I was thinking in my head, you know, how do they keep those players because uh, the the um, squad squad registration thing they don't, they don't overlap with the A League because you know I played a lot of football manager you know with yeah. victory and stuff like that. I'm being honest and like you know football manager is in my opinion the most accurate game there is when yeah, it comes yeah. to that. And um, yeah, no. so that, that's beside, that's beside the point. But just you know, I don't you need to watch that, that KO Sports document if you haven't already. Yeah, no, I do. Um, it's yeah, it's no, fantastic. It. Also, watch Believe yeah, the Final Story by Victory and do not watch do not watch this at DFC one. Um, I don't like the club at all. Uh yeah. Yeah. No, cool. No, like just quickly, like obviously it was obviously it was a decent team, but like that that they had Vitor Saba playing who had a hole in his heart and no one knew. Like <laughs> it's just so many things about that team was just ridiculous. I think I, I was no, I was annoyed that I didn't watch the games live. And like in even in the um the Club final. World Cup, they lost oh, final. Yeah, they lost yeah. They 
they're one game away from Real Madrid. Like, imagine playing against Real Madrid. And they, that was a criminal, criminal that game, how they lost. I remember it was like extra time. And, yeah. Ante Kovic versus Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo. Who will win? Yeah. <laughs> uh, amazing. Uh, so I'd just like to, I think we'll go on for a little bit more. That's all right with you? Yeah. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. No. Uh, yeah, so just uh, with uh, the podcast moving forward, um, soccer podcast, mm. obviously, uh, where do you want to, in terms of guests, you know, what, Besides the ones that we mentioned as a joke, like generally speaking, like do you have any plans moving forward? Obviously, once the Peroni pandemic is over. Yeah. So one thing we want to do is because like the, we we do we do ours on Skype at the moment, and like in that last one, Riley's Woodcock's head was pretty much chopped off because he filmed it like. This, why did you? I, why, why did why did you zoom though? Like it's 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 better. I think, yeah. So yeah. it is, and this is this is Joe. So Joe's like, okay, we're going to use Skype. I'm like, okay, Joe. I'm pretty sure Zoom is like coming out and it's good um so i think he just used skype like do you have a paid zoom account or do you have a free one it's free yeah okay so i don't know what joe so we need so basically we need to move to zoom doing it online um but in terms of guests like we we reached out to a lot of people i've got like some what's, connections what's, with what, some what, what's, the, what's the form of um reaching out do you just twitter dm them or what's going on yeah inst so pretty much We'll like if they follow us slash we follow them. They've got to be following us. In like, I don't know how it works first, but yeah. So yeah, we'll what, message what, them on. what what I've done recently also, if you're managing, if you want to start a new podcast, DM guys. I think um I think if you can get I think if you get uh Adam Peacock those guys they'll if you ask you to follow if you ask them to follow you back you can DM them and they'll sort out something like that and that's really yeah, good to get yeah. interviews uh, for sure. But um yeah, just continue. Yeah, so so we're thinking of like who because like Riley Woodcock we thought was a really interesting guest. Um, we'll, we'll try to have him on a few weeks ago, but something happened. Um, because like he's a po- he's obviously A League experience, and now he's moved into like a new profession post football career, which is like, I think really interesting. So we're thinking of like looking at retired players, but the problem with that is most retired players are old, like thirty plus, and our or we've found our audience is pretty much like they're all like twenty one year olds essentially. Or like you know they're eighteen to twenty five. Um, there's a mine, minor sort of uh, group of our audience who are like everyone's dads are like they're all like fifty and sixty and like oh yeah the podcast you know. Um, but uh, so and jo- when Joe mentioned that I was like yeah that kind of makes sense. So like we we're trying to get like Lubo Milicevic on for example, but obviously mm. he didn't want to talk. Actually he was a nice guy. He replied to us. But he's like, I don't you know who, you know who I can probably get on. I can get Norm Solosky for you probably. Norm Sekol Norm Sekolowski. Just Sekolowski. So he's playing. Yeah. My mates. My mates my, actually, I'll get him on, but I'll get him on soon. But he's 17 years old. He signed a, a MPL3 contract with um, Preston Lions senior contract. So um, hopefully, right, I, can, awesome. I, I can. I may be. Does able Norm to... still play? Yeah, he plays um MPL3 for in, in Victoria. How, how old would he be now? 37. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So Norm was one I actually mentioned. So yeah, we so we've reached out to a lot of people. Like we potentially might have a Brendan Santalab coming on. Um, because I did have dinner with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and so who just just do me a favor so just like, don't just don't bag him for the penalty of the entire podcast please well that's no we won't i'm not even going to mention it i'll leave it to joe because he, he santa lab knows the pain yeah he, he went through it um we'll talk about champions league but in terms of other people like one guy we you know zenon caravelli spoke for newcastle jets no i don't know no. sorry i'm 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 I'm, okay. a, I'm, a, I'm a neutral i'm sorry <laughs> yeah um he's like so he played for newcastle jets he had really long hair but he's like launched a really he's pretty much a full-time football coach now mm. and he's got a really good academy 
Um, and so I kind of, my, the place I work at is kind of like an academy. So it'd be yeah. really interesting to speak about him. Um, so we want to talk about people who've got like, so there's one, there's like the post football career, what they're doing with them now. So like Riley's at F45 yeah. manager, Zenon runs his own academy. And then also talking to people who, um, like current players. So like we had Shane Lowry on, which was sick. Um, oh, yeah, and sure. yeah. So like current Williams. recently, <laughs> recently retired ones. So like, cause I think, the conversations you can have with current players is obviously fairly straightforward. And then the retired ones is more interesting because it's like, we want to know what you're doing. What you're doing after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So I've got, um, I've got a guy, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Reagan Milstein foundation, um, but they are, do you know about them? I don't know. Yeah. So basically um, they are a foundation that just, they take, they take in all footballing equipment and they um, give it out to all these um, disadvantaged communities across the world like Africa, oh, cool. Malaysia. Um, I've got that podcast coming out very soon. Um, actually, he's the uh, head of our local club, Maccabi FC as well. So, um, cool. yeah, not Hakoa. That's a different club um, <laughs> in uh, New South Wales. But uh, just in terms of, um, I've got this idea that I just thought of, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you had the, um, the conjunction with, um, for fuck's sake, and destruction of the box and around the block last week. Yes, um, Joe was on that. Joe was on that, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, do do we do that again? But uh, just a general general chat. What are, th- what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a good idea because... Uh, I'm not established we'll... yet, though, so, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't think it really matters because the more connections you can sort of grow is, is good. Um, we're all sort of based in... Well, for Australian, we're talking about the A-League in general. Um, and I think if we can have people from like Melbourne listening to the Perth Bay show and people from Perth listening yeah. to the Melbourne Bay show, because mm-hmm. we're all, we're all fighting the same cause. Um, so I think the cross community engagement, I think is awesome. So yeah, no, I think I, Joe enjoyed it. Um, I think we should have to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm based in Melbourne too. So I mean, I'm enjoying it as well as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. personally uh, your experiences um, just in terms of your footballing traveling experiences, abroad and within Australia, what's one that sticks out besides the uh, Melbourne, Melbourne trip you had a couple months ago? Yeah, so I haven't really... I, just, I really want to watch a lot more Glory Away games, but I haven't. So Melbourne was the first one I watched. Um, and I've pretty much just watched all the Glory Away games. Distance Derby? I sorry? A distance the Derby? Distance, sorry, the Distance Derby in Perth is... Um, is uh, <laughs> It's just a normal football game, unfortunately. Um <laughs> There should be, yeah, like, I think there's uh, like five people from Wellington at the distance derby, which is very sad. Mm. Um, but like, obviously in Perth, I've just been to all the, the home games. Like there's a few FFA cup games at uh, smaller stadiums in Perth, which are really good. Um, we usually, we lost the majority of them. Um, you, you lost but, the one. Um, I remember it was victory versus Perth and yes, Cop- yes. scored that one at Doring, yep. Doring Gardens. Yeah. Doring Gardens. Yeah. Doring Gardens. Yeah. That's Perth Soccer Cup. Program. So yeah, there's that. And then there was one before that where we went to a penalty shootout, I believe with Melbourne city. I think it was Melbourne and Richard Garcia scored the winning penalty. I don't know what year that was. Uh, that was a Doring Gardens as well. That was quite a throwback. Um, but my, probably my best memory was the distance derby semi quarterfinal. quarterfinal. Um, so that was like the Stephen McGarry, Shane Smeltz era. So the year we made the grand final, Mm. Um, and that so our home game against Wellington that was an insane game when I was really young I was probably 10, 11, 12 um, Did and you, like I can't remember what the f- yeah so yeah besides that and, yeah yeah, yeah well, that must be great did you go to the, uh, the grand final as well or 
Yeah, we went to the Alley Grand Final as well. Yeah, no, yeah. so that um, that quarterfinal was sick because Todd Howard scored um, in second half of extra time, I believe. And yeah, no, that yeah, like I remember celebrating crazy. that goal, and I remember the people I was with, like it was yeah, it was insane. Hmm. That's probably my best best memory. And uh, the grand final was a shit memory. So <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, my my my. Uh, well, we actually got him on the podcast. He went. To, well, he's been to the Russia World Cup. He went to Asian Cup final. Uh, what else did he do? He went to Manchester Derby. He's been to United Chelsea. Yeah, he's been very fortunate. So, I was I was meant to go to the Euros. This, I was meant to go to the Euros this year. And um, as like a lot of people were. Well. I just so happened to be in England when um, they had there was a round of sixteen game, but uh, that obviously didn't turn out great. All right, is what it is. But uh, <laughs> um, uh, what are your thoughts on the national second division? I actually asked this to Reese as well, um, and he mm. seems very very on board with it. So, yeah, like obviously high level, it's awesome. Like we just need more opportunities for players to get paid more money to play football, essentially, and we need more opportunities for them to be broadcasted. So I know the NPL is being broadcasted now, which is good, majority across Australia. But we need like a platform for them to play because off the if sport, you don't, if you're off on a one-year like, deal, li- yeah, off the sport, I like may legitimately take the NPL rights. Yeah. I'm not even I'm not even bullshitting you. Like they've actually been told. I ha- I've yeah yeah I've. I've, I've seen those, um, which would be awesome. So yeah, we need a, because if you're in a one year deal in the A-League and you're like, you've just come, maybe you come from the NPL, you don't get renewed. It's like, you're screwed. And, you know, so we need, we need that platform. Now, I, in theory, it's great. But like things I've got to think about is like, who, you know, who's going to pay the play. Like, obviously there's a lot of um, good owners in, I know, Melbourne and Sydney that will pay NPL players good money. Right. But like in Perth, it's, there's like one club. Yeah. Cause um, who, who, who's, who's right, the, that, uh, yeah, who's the um? Uh, I think I saw the podcast with Riley Woodcock, and he said he mentioned that one of the players were getting paid like eighty grand a year. Poliak, yeah, Mateo, Mateo Poliak. Poliak. Yeah. So I don't remember what club it was. Um. So th- there is there's serious owners. See, the thing is, there's these owners that pay all these play- NPL players like insane wages. Now, obviously, they're filthy rich, and I don't know where in Australia they come from. So thing is, there's a salary cap, and no one abides by it. Like it's. Like, so I think the cap is like 20 grand. I, and the thing is, one bloke no, gets like, no, it's not. One guy <laughs> bloke might get paid 80 grand a year. It's, it's I think in, in WA, I, probably not in Melbourne, in WA, it's 20 grand, which is pathetic. So obviously, oh. everyone's getting paid over the mm. amount, and that is on the books is 20 grand. So my thing is, where's the revenue? And it's like, is it, is it sustainable? And well, if you, if get, you, so if you, think, if you what, think about it, it's 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 you know the the largest participated sport of the country in, in terms of you yeah. know the the these uh, these fees that are coming in from the grassroots level i, I think they must be pumped mm-hmm. into these to these players but i think it's a more sustainable model a more yeah. um, sustainable model if we have this second division which i'm going to try and get the um the, some aafc guys on to speak about that soon because i know the white paper went out yeah. last year and there's been nothing since then actually no they did have expressions of interest earlier this year yeah. um but in terms of travel costs that's right. one thing to bring in um the salary caps another thing oh yeah it's is, like, is another thing so you know we'll yeah. see travel i forgot about travel costs because yeah travel costs and then you got accommodation um and then there was something where some guy some guy literally randomly just i I read it he posted his idea of the second division like for the perth team to limit their traveling so it's like they're playing like two games on a weekend it was something ridiculous but it was a good idea but my idea is the first second division to come in the clubs they should add is just just first off start off with the richest clubs like you need to start with the richest mpo clubs because they'll Mm -hmm. be able to start off doing it well and then from there So I don't know. Obviously, it's like the top from 
there's only one in Perth. Oh, there's probably two in Perth. You could that could do it. Perth Soccer Club and Gwellup. Um, and then and then introduce relegation probably a few years in. So let those let those MPL clubs get like, that. That is exactly whatever, in get. terms of in terms of relegation. That that is exactly what they're saying in terms of that. But um, I, I believe. Yeah. Um, do you believe that any of the um, A League expansion bids that got knocked back should have a chance to be in the second division initially? Yes, I don't know why. So my thing is, right, like Canberra have a women's team and not a men's team. Like we need a Canberra team. We need a Tasmanian team. There's a whole island of people that know A-League team, right? Um, like I reckon you could have an Auckland team because uh, what's it called? Wellington Phoenix got like 15,000 people in Auckland. So I feel like there's so many New Zealand Knights. Like why are we... S- yeah. Auckland Kings. <laughs> why are Do we you s- not remember? <laughs> Do you not remember? <laughs> But like I don't know why they obviously like Gold Coast United and North Queensland Fury are just big memes. But like, why are we scrapping clubs when we just need more clubs? Like I know I don't really know the Melbourne and Sydney logistics very well. Central like, Coast, C- Cent- I'm sorry to say, but people know it better than me. Central Coast will fold. Uh, I'm honestly being serious. Central Coast Mariners will fold this year. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm uh, yeah, the, Ch- yeah. Charles Worth does not give that club any money. He does not. They spend yeah. the salary floor. I love the Mariners as. Above Joker, they're like the Carlton FC of the A League. Um, put it into grander context. Yeah. Like they were good. They were good seven years ago, and now they're yeah. just into obscurity. Um, that club folding would it's, be it's right. Like it would. And I like my thing is, uh, we just need more A League teams first. And I just think, like I, I look at Tasmania. This is just from not really knowing a lot about the Tasmanian NPL. This is just me looking at Australia and saying there's a big island with lots of people on it. Like, put an A-League team there. Like, represent the country. Like, I really think even the Northern Territory, I, I don't know of any actual, because I don't even know they have an MPL. But they do. I just think they do. Okay, cool. It's the only, so, it's the only, like, it's the only, soccer, it's the only soccer division there. It's the only right, soccer okay. division there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so, because, yeah, I just think we need more A-League teams. And, yeah, like Melbourne and Sydney, they can, that would be more teams coming. But like, I just feel like removing teams and knocking back bids. It's just like, why? Like, but could they get a chance in second division? Yeah, but because then if you're, saying, if, 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 if you're saying there's money to it, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I won't say it's, it's like flaw in your logic here, but um, a bit like Team Eleven, which has a larger encatchment area than the whole of the whole of Tasmania, um, with like yeah. 1.5 million yeah, people. Okay. I, I think that. That bid, I know I'm being biased, but that bid deserved it. The Wollongong yeah, yeah. bid deserved it, but I believe that the Canberra bid is a priority. Um, the Tasmania bid is a, uh, I'd say it's after this Team Eleven. Um, I'd say the um, yeah, yeah, second team in in uh, Queensland. Um, yeah, but yeah, get, get 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 the league get the league up to fourteen teams by 2024. That's right. Sure. But uh, yeah. no, no, I agree with you. That like, as I said, I don't really know the Melbourne and Sydney logistics very well, but like, yes, I know enough. like the bids there. Mm. Obviously, they have the merit because clearly there's money and there's people in it. So I'll give it to them. I don't, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah, but, I, I, but I, I, like, yeah. yeah, but just just in terms of like your perspective on the new licenses that were given to the A League, based on the mm. bids that they were that they were, that were there, they got they were in the final shortlist. I'm looking back on. I'm actually like revisiting podcasts, like for fuck's sake, um, more than the game and destruction mm. in the box. Just looking and seeing their perspectives and seeing how that sort of changed in the public view of the, of uh, of those clubs. Um, West United. I saw the guys right. destruction, destruction in the box. They liked it a lot. And well, Mark Rudan has lost the dressing room. So. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and the thing is, especially in the first year, like they really don't need that. They really don't need a guy who's kicking players out of the door when, you know, but regardless of the point. But like, I just think like more teams, more successful league, more popular. Like hopefully in that scenario, the Mariners don't fold. You know, you, I just think like a, a folding club, like when Gold Coast and North Queensland disappeared, New Zealand Knights, I understand. Cause, <laughs> but I just feel it's just sad. It's like, why do we, why are we losing clubs? It's, you know, obviously there's a lot of reasons for it, but like from a fan's perspective, I just think, you know, we need more. Yeah, uh, it's all about, it's, yeah. It's, for me, uh, I like to look at the attendance metrics and I think we could all agree here that a crowd of 10,000 people to an A-League game is a fantastic crowd. And, you know, obviously Victory have, you know, the reason why they haven't been getting those crowds, obviously, it's because of the the performance of the season. That's understandable. You don't perform well. The the fans just show up. I get that. But um, we can go go into active support and everything that there is to do with that and whatever. But Mm. I believe that the Mariners and the Jets are struggling as football clubs. And I believe Mm. that they have to have, I, I just, I want those clubs to survive. But at the same time, Mm. Amber need an A-League team, man. <laughs> they need it. They need it. Yeah, they do. They really do. Um, but like, it's so strange. Like, just for an example, in Perth, like, obviously, we got sixty thousand people at the grand final. N- none of them were football people, right? <laughs> Fifteen thousand were, and the rest weren't. And I speak to a lot of people that, you know, like coaches who have coached me. Um, I coached a like a, a club team, um, like a, a grassroots team last year, and I got to speak to players that were like 15 year olds their parents and like their perspectives on like what they think the glory is in the a-league is they don't care they're like i'd rather watch liverpool and for that's me, where fox like, sports that, that's what that's that with that that point when they lost the epl rights the a-league went i'm not lying when they lost yeah, that you're, oh you're right has no one thought about this before when they lost the a-league rights i've never thought about this i've never thought about this what a, what a great point because you're spot on you're actually spot on but, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of more reasons why the alien's gone to shit, but you're spot on. Um, wow. when, when did the Optus come in? They got, the, them, uh, they got them at the start of the 2016-17. I'd like to say that, but they acquired them in 2015. <sighs> so, you know, that's a great point because people would watch the A-League, like, before the Premier League, pretty much, on a Saturday I, night. I, I, I remember a Saturday night, you know, you just watch um, Victory or whoever, and then the classic, um, the anthem, it was like Gloria anthem. It was like a brilliant, and then... Um, I just watched, you watch that, the Premier League, it, it's, it's just that prime time viewing, you know, regardless, yeah. regardless of time zones, I just, it's just, it's just really sad to see the A-League in a state it is now. And, um, mm. you know, no, it is, like, it it, and this, and this all gives rise to Fox Sport, uh, to, to Optus Sport as the savior of Australian football. And our it's savior, true. our Lord and grace. Yeah. No. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fully with it, honestly. And, uh, mm. yeah. Yeah. I, and, and the whole soccer Twitter would agree with you. And, um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. But hey, for sure. Yeah, um, like, yeah. I think we'll uh, conclude there. That was a very, very deep discussion uh, about was. everything. And uh, yeah, it's quite good. Actually, I really enjoyed that. And uh, honestly, we, I'd love to, you yeah, know, yeah, to 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 continue this uh, in the future, um, especially during these isolation mm. periods. Um, thank you so much. To come for coming no on, uh, uh, Trent, and uh, we'll stay in touch and uh, all the best. Yeah, absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed it. So, anytime in the future, yeah, I'd, I'd love to come on. So, cheers, Neil. Really, no worries, mate. Uh, new podcast coming out soon. It's been a cue the outro.